Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You could feel your whole system shutting down. Nature's deadliest organisms. What the heck do I have? They hijack our bodies. These bacteria can kill in less than 24 hours. Disable our immune systems. The prognosis, it's not good. And eat us from within. My child was deteriorating before my eyes. For those infected, they are the monsters inside me. Kathleen and Rick Gary live in the town of Gonzales, Louisiana. Kathleen is a chemical engineer, and Rick runs the local soccer academy. Soccer has been a big part of my life because I feel it's a way to give back to the kids. Rick loves the sport of soccer. It's just a perfect match for him. Rick and Kathleen have four adult children, including their daughter, Melissa Harrington, who shares in the family's favorite pastime, fishing. Fishing is so important to my family, especially my dad. He raised us all in the water. I found a lot of pleasure in raising my children in the outdoors, and it's been a blessing. It's early June, and the entire family is on a fishing vacation in Grand Isle, Louisiana, on the Gulf of Mexico. It was beautiful evening. Rick grabbed a pole and just went fishing. When I came back from fishing, I was limping. I had uh, banged myself on a, a rock jetty. It had hurt pretty good. We've had sprained ankles in and out of this house for years. That just kind of comes with the territory. A sprained ankle, not a big deal. Later that day, they have dinner. I had a little piece of sausage off the grill. I didn't feel quite right. Just like a, maybe an upset stomach. He was kind of over by himself, 
and he was sitting there with his legs stretched out and just looking out into the Gulf. It wasn't like him to not be surrounded by everyone. I just kind of thought it was odd. Rick sits out the dinner and goes to bed early. The next day, the family has big plans. We were going to go fishing in the morning, and then in the afternoon, we were going to take the boat for some water activities. But Rick decided he didn't want to go out in the boat. That was really unusual. The stomach was feeling worse. I would get very hot and then very cold sweats. I thought maybe it's a touch of the flu. And you could tell his ankle was still hurting him. It was a double whammy to have two different things wrong. Ah, this just isn't fair at all. The next morning, Rick's ankle still bothers him, so Kathleen drives him to the nearest hospital. They saw us pretty quickly. They took a look at Rick's leg and um, did an X-ray. They'd seen an old injury in there that showed up on the X-ray. And they ended up putting my leg in an air cast. The doctor wasn't really concerned. He said, I don't really see anything that wrong. The doctors give Rick painkillers. And the couple returns to the house to continue the vacation. We were sitting around for dinner on Saturday night, and he was on the couch. One of the kids just kind of looked at him and said, Dad, are you all right? He was a gray color. The blood in his body was not flowing like it should. He literally looked like a, like a corpse. And the first thing that came to anybody's mind was, is he having a heart attack? That's when fear really struck everyone in the family. Kathleen calls 911, and the paramedics transport him back to the local hospital. I remember them putting the blood pressure cuff on. My blood pressure was almost non-existent. They were concerned that it was a heart attack. So doctors run more tests, but the results reveal something else. It wasn't a heart attack. His body was in septic shock. Septic shock is a condition that occurs when a body-wide infection leads to dangerously low blood pressure. In up to 50% of cases, it's fatal. My body was under attack. You could feel your whole system shutting down. And then a sphere, a very golden sphere, came through and sat on my left side. I don't know what it was, but there was no doubt in my mind I was right on the edge of death. None. I was there. And the nurse kept popping me and saying, stay with us. Don't go. With Rick wavering in and out of consciousness, doctors transfer him to another hospital. There, infectious disease specialist Dr. Mary Eshte takes on his case. When I went to see Rick, I was very concerned that he may not survive his admission to the hospital. 
Rick's body was shutting down one organ system at a time. Doctors put Rick on numerous medications and also removed the air cast from his leg. I found this ankle, which looked very, very inflamed. His ankle was really gross. It was swollen. It was bruised, but it was turning black. When I looked at it, I knew that it wasn't sprained. I knew that it was infected. Dr. Ashtay takes a sample of the tissue from Rick's infected ankle, and the cultures reveal the cause of his condition. Rick's infection was caused by Virio vulnificus. That was a shock. What in the world is this? Vibrio vulnificus is a flesh-eating bacteria. Inside Rick's body, the Vibrio bacteria latch on to the tissues in his ankle. There, the bacteria multiply and cause his flesh to rot. As the infection grows, it disrupts the flow of blood to his vital organs, leading to his pale color, low blood pressure, and septic shock. We were shocked and confused. <laughs> this can't be happening. We had no idea of the implications of this bacteria. Vibrio vulnificus is one of the deadliest bacteria known to science. What makes Vibrio vulnificus bacteria so potent is their ability to release chemicals which inhibit an immune response. The bacteria can kill their hosts in as little as 24 hours. And those who do survive are often left with life-altering disabilities. I do remember the doctor saying, there's a very good chance I'm going to have to amputate. And I said, doctor, I'm a soccer coach. It's how I make my living. Rick Gary is infected with the flesh-eating bacteria Vibrio vulnificus. To save his life, doctors might have to amputate his leg. For several hours, doctors cut the dead flesh from Rick's infected leg. They use a scalpel to cut away the dead tissue. The surgeon takes thin cuts until they get to an area that bleeds. And that's what determines whether or not it's viable. In the recovery room, Rick slowly awakens from the anesthesia. I remember trying to fight off the drugs that they used to put you under. And I remember trying to get my hand to move and go down my leg to try and feel to see if it was still there. And I remember the nurse coming over to me and checking on me. And she said, it's okay, it's still there. But my leg was hideous to look at. Bone was exposed, tendon, ligaments. And then all the flesh above it was gone. But it was still there, and it was still functioning. Vibrio vulnificus bacteria typically lurk in salt and brackish water in tropical and subtropical environments. In the U.S., 
They're most common in the Gulf of Mexico. People can become infected through eating contaminated shellfish, particularly oysters. But the bacteria can also enter the bloodstream through an open wound. I was fishing up on the rocks and I managed to slip and scrape my lower ankle with barnacles that were on the rocks. I provided a portal for a very infectious bacteria to enter my body. After two weeks in the hospital, doctors discharge Rick. Today, Rick is back at home. It took about 18 months for the wound to completely heal, but Rick is back to doing everything he used to do. However, the Vibrio vulnificus bacteria have left an indelible mark. My leg doesn't work as well as it used to, but it's there and it's working. And I'm back coaching again. We've managed to spend a good amount of time with the family, and uh, it, it was really great to be back with them again and give them a big hug. Only around 100 cases of Vibrio vulnificus infection are reported each year in the United States. People with compromised immune systems are at particular risk. The CDC recommends that those in high-risk categories avoid eating raw shellfish and avoid exposing any open wounds to salt water or brackish water. She, she was getting crazier. She was overnight a different person. Brooke and Hans Dykema live in the lakeside village of Thienesville, Wisconsin. I'm an upbeat, very positive person. I like to take charge. Brooke is definitely a go-getter. Brooke works in advertising, while Hans stays home to look after their four children. Four-year-old Kate, five-year-old twins Jack and Olivia, and seven-year-old Lauren. Lauren basically runs the show in the house. Lauren's the one planning little acts and plays. With four children, Brooke and Hans have different approaches to parenting. I'm kind of the softy parent. I'm a good dad, but I'm not one of those guys that's, that's going to be necessarily the nice guy when things are going bad. It's a very active household, and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's early May, and Brooke is in the living room with Lauren. I was sitting with Lauren. We were watching TV. I noticed that she'd do a little nose wiggle. She didn't even know she was doing it. I wasn't concerned at all. I figured, oh, it's just dry air. It's going to pass. And that was it. A week later, Brooke and Hans are attending Lauren's spring school concert. Lauren was very excited about the concert. Everything seemed really, really normal. But as they're singing the first song, she just all of a sudden had this look of fear in her eyes. Well, the next thing you know, she, she walked off the stage. She didn't want to do the show. It was a surprise. Sometimes kids freak out in front of a crowd of people. She was done, and that was that. So Brooke and Hans take Lauren home. 
but Lauren's unusual behavior continues. Later that week, as Brooke is getting ready to leave for work, she films her daughter's abnormal behavior in order to show it to a doctor later. I don't want you to go. No, I want you. I'm not leaving you. I just have to go to work, and then I'll be back later. No, I want you to stay with me. Mommy, stay. I just wanted to be there for her, whereas Hans was like, you just have to go. But as Brooke gets in her car, Lauren becomes even more upset. She's screaming and crying in our driveway. Mommy, stay, stay. She had her arms out in front of the car saying, Mommy, don't go. And she said, you can run me over, but I'm not going to let you leave me. She was perfectly healthy, fine child, and then overnight, a different person. I want you to be in the same building as me. With Lauren blocking her mother's car, the family must take action. We thought it was important to get her in right away with the pediatrician and just get her checked out. Hans calms Lauren down and makes a doctor's appointment. The next day, their family doctor does a routine exam. She did tests to check and make sure her motor skills were okay. And looking at the way her eyes were moving, the way she was talking, they felt like there's nothing physically wrong with her. She put our mind at ease, but I wasn't sure. Brooke takes Lauren back home. But the next morning, Lauren refuses to go to school. So Hans and Brooke personally escort Lauren to her classroom. She's like, I can't be in that room. Kids are going to get sick on me. And I go, you mean vomiting? She's like, yeah. This fear overcame her. It was like I was sending her into a nightmare. She wouldn't step in through the door, the threshold of the door. It was very heartbreaking. To keep her in school, they pull her desk into the hallway. The next day... Brooke takes Lauren to a psychiatrist. I just had this sixth sense that just something didn't feel right. Lauren was extremely scared. She didn't want to be there. I was just like, is my child mentally ill? But the psychiatrist just felt that she had a high level of anxiety. To be honest, I felt like I still didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle. The psychiatrist prescribes Lauren anti-anxiety medication. Later that week, the kids are returning home from school. She was the first one out of the van. She ran directly to her room, and she slams the door. We went up there just to check on her and knocked on the door. And no answer. We started to hear shuffling of furniture. So chairs and things were going up against the door. She was just barricading her door. She was getting crazier. I mean, I don't know a better word to say it. My child was deteriorating before my eyes, and there's nothing I can do to help her. Lauren keeps herself locked in her room the rest of the evening. 
the next night, something happens that makes their blood run cold. We just didn't know what her next move would be or um, her state of mind at any given moment. We were just on pins and needles. I was upstairs, Lauren came up. Something was really wrong. It's almost like she lost her soul. Her eyes would get really wide and it's like she almost was looking through you. She was standing in the doorway with a knife in her hand and said, Mommy, I can't be here anymore. I need to put this deep inside me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Brooke and Hans Dykema's seven-year-old daughter, Lauren, has just threatened to kill herself. I calmly took the knife away from her. It was the most horrible experience I've ever faced, knowing that my child wanted to kill themselves. It was just frustrating that we didn't know what was going on, and we felt like we needed to further pursue getting answers. So Brooke and Hans take Lauren to the renowned pediatric specialist, Dr. Miroslav Kovacevic. She looked absolutely anxious. And any attempt to communicate with her was fruitless. 
besides her behavior, there were obvious physical signs that should be taken into account. She did have multiple tics. For Dr. Kovacevic, Lauren's facial tics are the key. So he orders very specialized blood tests. A careful review of Lauren's medical history and her blood tests all pointed out toward the diagnosis of pandas. I was floored by that. I had never heard of pandas before. Pandas is a neuropsychiatric disorder caused by the bacteria Streptococcus. Inside Lauren's body, the Streptococcus bacteria are invading her brain cells and multiplying rapidly. Her immune system gradually responds by sending antibodies to the infected region. As the antibodies attack the bacteria, they also attack the brain, leading to Lauren's facial tics, anxiety, and suicidal behavior. The doctor said, look, the prognosis is, it's not good. I was shocked at how something so simple could cause so much damage. PANDAS stands for Pediatric Autoimmune Neuropsychiatric Disorders Associated with Streptococcal Infections. Inside the brain, the streptococcus bacteria mimic the appearance of the cells they're infecting, making it harder for the body's immune system to detect them. But once the immune system does recognize the bacteria as foreign, it sends antibodies. The problem is, the antibodies attack both the streptococcus bacteria and the body's own brain cells. If left untreated, the infection can result in permanent damage to the brain. In particular case of pandas, it could actually cause the permanent damage. It was terrible. I was very concerned if this is something I'm going to be dealing with for the rest of her life. To rid Lauren of the infection, Dr. Kovacevic performs a plasma transfusion, which he hopes will replace the rogue antibodies with healthy ones. The antibodies were given to her through her blood through an IV line. By flooding her circulation with the normal antibodies, it is actually rebooting her immune system. With the procedure complete, Hans and Brooke take Lauren home. And for three months, she also takes antibiotic medication as Brooke and Hans monitor her condition. Then, Dr. Kovacevic assesses her progress. She started to smile, communicate with her parents. It was like she broke out of that nightmare. I felt this huge sense of relief that it worked. Streptococcus bacteria typically thrive in the mouth where they commonly cause strep throat. But when there's a break in the skin from a cut or a medical procedure, streptococcus bacteria can enter the bloodstream and infect vital organs. I remember at one point, we had taken her to the dentist. So we think there was strep that then made its way into her mouth, into the bloodstream and into her brain. Today, Lauren is back at school and almost completely symptom-free. I can play with my friends more often, 
and I can go in public without being scared. I feel like 98% better. But the family must remain vigilant. If Lauren is exposed to strep again, she could have a severe relapse. Because of the potential for reinfection with the strep, she will be kept on preventative antibiotics for a total of two years. But as long as she takes the medication and her immune system recovers, her chances of reinfection are low. It's so important that Lauren doesn't come into contact with strep again. So we have to be very, very careful. Then our family feels whole again. Her life is back, which has been the most important thing. While streptococcus bacteria are very common in humans, the chances of the bacteria invading the brain and causing pandas are about one in a thousand. Those streptococcus bacteria are nearly impossible to avoid. Good hygiene can prevent them from becoming invasive. The CDC recommends that any open cuts in the mouth or throat be disinfected thoroughly to kill any potential infectious agents before they enter the blood. We could have a larger public health problem on our hands. I thought, my God, something's wrong. Tracy Davidson and her mother, Carolyn Burig, live in Chesterfield, Missouri. I'm a very animated person. Good days or bad days, you always know when Tracy's there. <laughs> I am probably totally the opposite of Tracy. I'm more serious-minded. Tracy is extreme. If you could do something a little bit, she does it a lot. Carolyn is a retired postal worker. But Tracy's career path is not so clear. Like, I had the same job for 25 years. She probably had 25 jobs in one year. And Tracy's now enrolled in beauty school. I wanted a new lease on life. I love the beauty industry. And I was excited about starting this new career. It's late May, and Tracy is temporarily living with her mother as she prepares to begin the summer semester. I was determined that I had found my niche in life, and I was going to take it and run with it. First day of school is coming, but that night I was lying in bed. I felt a really strong pain in my stomach. My first thought was, you know, maybe I've got a stomach bug. It literally felt like my stomach was going to explode. I just kind of curled up a little bit. And that's when um, I passed gas. I had never smelled anything so horrible in my life. I thought, well, something's not right. So Tracy takes medication for her stomach, but the severe abdominal pains continue for the rest of the night. Then, when morning rolls around, things get even worse. I was in the bathroom. I can't even say it was diarrhea, because it wasn't. It was just water. I thought I must have eaten something or I've got a stomach flu. When Tracy comes out of the bathroom, her mother immediately takes notice. It was like somebody opened a cesspool. 
And it's like, my gosh, what did happen? She said, I went to the bathroom. Really? I don't think any human being would have that inside of them. I mean, my entire house stunk. As the day progresses, Tracy continues to suffer. Going to the bathroom was nonstop. I am starting to get a little worried. Tracy heads straight to the hospital. They hooked me up to different vitamins and IVs. They took blood, but everything's coming back negative. There's nothing abnormal that they see. You know, I have a tendency to believe the doctors. I believe them more than I believe her. She is very much a drama queen. Inside my head, I'm thinking, I really think something might be wrong with me. Tracy Davidson is in the hospital with severe abdominal pain and diarrhea. For several hours, doctors give her medication and fluids. I was feeling better, and I thought, well, maybe it was just a bug. They let me go, and they said if they found anything out, they would call. A few days later, Tracy is in her bedroom preparing for the first day of class. I do my normal morning routine. I check my emails. And as I'm sitting there, my sides start hurting again. And it was in my back, and it was nonstop. I'm starting to panic a little bit, but I was determined it was not going to prevent me from starting school. Despite her abdominal pain, Tracy goes in for the first day of school. I'm sitting in the back of the class and reading out loud, and we're taking turns. And the closer they're getting to me, I could feel my stomach. And I was just praying to at least let the reading be over before it got to me or let it hurry up and get to me. It got to me, and I don't think I've ever read anything so fast in my life. And as soon as it was done, I immediately had to get up and go to the bathroom. I make it to the stall. Then they called for the 10-minute break. And so I knew everybody was going to be coming into the bathroom as I was exploding. And it's not the quietest movement in the world either. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm the old lady. It's going to be an esthetician, but yeah, I got this going on too. At this point, I'm, I'm thinking school's going to have to wait. Tracy hides out in the bathroom until her schoolmates disperse. Then she goes straight home. I had lost 13 pounds in just less than a week. And I looked like an old woman. I thought, my God, something's wrong. A few nights later, Tracy can no longer bear it. At four o'clock in the morning, the pain was so horrible. I woke my mom up and said, Mom, please, we've got to go to the hospital. It was like, okay, here's the drama going again. When she's in pain, she makes everybody in pain. But she looked pretty bad. I may be a drama queen, but it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and there's something wrong. This time, Carolyn drops Tracy off at a different hospital. 
The nurse didn't make me wait. She immediately took me to a private room and quarantined me. The nurses are coming in in what looked like space suits. And then that's when the doctor came in and asked me if I have ever been tested for C. diff. Also known as Clostridium difficile, C. diff is a bacterial infection of the colon. It's highly contagious, difficult to treat, and can be lethal. I was panicked. I felt like I was, you know, a leper. A few hours later, Carolyn checks up on Tracy. The door is closed to her room, and it just says, do not enter. That's when I go, wow, gosh, if they got her quarantined, maybe she really is sick. For five long days, Tracy remains quarantined. The nurse comes in, and she said, we've tested your blood, we've tested your stool, and you do not have C. diff. I'm thinking, what the heck do I have? I thought, there's got to be a test that you're not running, because there's obviously something wrong with me. But the nurse said, they can't find anything wrong. It was scary. Tracy is discharged from the hospital, but her doctors don't give up. The following day, they run more tests, and what they find is so serious, they notify the St. Louis County Department of Health. There, epidemiologists, led by Eleanor Peters, review Tracy's stool samples. When they put it under the microscope, they saw tiny little eggs that would indicate the presence of something that shouldn't be in your body. We knew we had to contact the patient. I'm lying in bed, and I get a phone call from the health department. I'm thinking I've got some strange disease That scared me. After weeks of severe intestinal distress, the local Department of Health has discovered the cause of Tracy's affliction. When they looked at the stool sample, they knew it was Giardia. A parasite, that's like a worm? She says, well, it's alive. Giardia lamblia is a protozoan parasite Inside Tracy's body, the Giardia parasites employ a unique sucking disc to latch on to her intestinal walls. Once established, they absorb the body's nutrients through their outer membranes and multiply rapidly, leading to her cramps, diarrhea, and rapid weight loss. It fit her to a T. Like, yeah, she really did have something. Most of the time I talked to her with a questioning attitude instead of a compassionate attitude. I have to admit, it was kind of like, I told you something was wrong. Nobody should have to go through that. Feel bad about doubting her. One of the things that makes the Giardia parasite so successful is their ability to survive in inhospitable environments until they reach a suitable host. When the parasitic cysts are exposed to the body's digestive fluids, they become trophozoites, which are adapted to absorb the body's nutrients. If left untreated, the parasites can lead to rapid weight loss, severe dehydration, and in extreme cases, death. Doctors prescribe Tracy antiparasitic pills. I took them immediately and was praying that this was it. 
within a week, the symptoms were gone. And this was over. Inside a host, the Giardia parasites can release as many as 10 billion cysts into the environment each day. This is part of the parasite's reproductive strategy. They're most common in beavers, cats, and dogs. Humans usually contract Giardia when consuming food or water that contains contaminated fecal matter. I had two foster dogs, and they were going to the bathroom everywhere. And I was cleaning up all the time. And of course, I washed my hands and everything, but gosh, who knows? Today, Tracy has made a full recovery and has made a few changes to her life. Since then, I've gotten married, and I was able to finish my course, actually became the student in the class with top GPA. This whole situation has brought us closer together. I still love her. She's my daughter. She sees that I'm not the drama queen teenager she thought I was. Giardia is the most common intestinal parasite in the United States. The best way to avoid contracting the parasite is to practice good personal hygiene. Wash all fruits and vegetables before eating them and refrain from drinking water from streams, rivers, or ponds until it's been purified. deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, It's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.